regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features show. Hello and welcome to the Regular Features Podcast. But before we start the Regular Features Podcast, as we do every week, I'd like to start with a fact. And the fact is uh, that did you know that in Japan, Jersey Shore's literal translated name is Macaroni Rascals? Is that for real? That's for real. I've been holding on to that fact this whole time because I knew I wanted to put it in the intro. It's called Macaroni, Macaroni Rascals. Rascals. Or perhaps translated it more figuratively, but perhaps more accurately. Pasta twats. Macaroni jackasses. <laughs> Macaroni jackasses, um, <laughs> which I really liked. So there you go. Macaroni never changes. That's, That's always true. Is this like a Japanese version of Jersey Shores or is it? No. Uh, a it dubbed is, version. It is of a dubbed the, version the of the original Jersey Shore. Snooky and the rest. Uh, they're the macaroni rascals. Which I, I, I never watched beautiful. it. Do they eat a lot of macaroni? Is it just like ladlefuls going around in the background? No, I think it's just because they're Italian American. I think that's oh, literally okay. why. Um, I don't think it's on. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying it is called macaroni rascals. I didn't realise they were. They were Italian Americans. I I don't. They are, and they uh, they still are. I dare say. But oh, that's offensive, Japan. I actually, I, I don't <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> I just started searching for the word macaroni, and then realised that I've typed macaroni rascals into my Google search really recently, so that it just autofills. <laughs> what a profane way to start the podcast. I think it's you know it's fine. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm hosting. Anyway, the yes, facts please. out of the way. <laughs> Welcome to regular features. The show that's the same every week, apart from the fact at the top, which is always different and better every week. Uh, I am Joe Scrabbles, and I will be presenting a feature this week about the fact that I am about to judge people in the forest. I am also joined by Steve Hogarty. Steve, how are you doing and what are you presenting? Hello, I'm very good. My name is Steve, and this week I am investigating and conspiring to think up what a squid game might be. Mm. I didn't know what my feature was when I started saying that sentence. <laughs> time to say it. That's why so you said investigating it. and conspiring, isn't it? Because yeah. they're not relevant yeah. verbs. <laughs> so many syllables to get your head around. <laughs> the buying <Okay>. time syllables. <laughs> John Locke Blythe, what, dare I say, have you got in store for us? Can you remember? I will be responding to the local news of a nurse who thinks that she was hypnotised into farting her way out of a job by getting you to get a nurse to fart her way out of a job. That is actually more complicated than what Steve said. I couldn't get my head around it, and I've done the feature. But without (laughs) any further adieu, I bid you adieu until the end of this jingle. Regular, regular features coming to your town. Get ready, cause here comes Mr. Regular Features. Now it's time for Steve's regular feature, Steve's Squid Game. Have you guys been watching the new telenovela, Squid Game, on Netflix? Really sounded a bit like you were about to say squash, and I'm quite upset that it came out of Squid Game. I have watched Squid Game. And I'd like to say to both of you that you are my ganbu. So, ah, oh, ganbu. <laughs> I haven't seen any Squid Game. I've no, don't know what the fuck you just said. And I hope it's nice. Oh, it better be good. It's pretty bloody nice what I just said to you. And now you have to oh, wow. watch episode 
five or six to find out what ganbu means. What a ganbu is. <laughs> Better be. So- Imagine if it was something really horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't remember something that mean. No. I don't know what Squid Game is. Everyone suddenly started talking about Squid Game. Have you seen Squid Game? Oh, I'm just watching Squid Game. Squid Game is a TV show on Netflix from Korea. Squid Game has seven episodes. Squid Game. <laughs> Everyone's saying is that. Good. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, I don't even know what Squid Game is. Oh. Go away with your Squid Game. Mm. So I thought, rather than watch it, I'm going to write a feature about what I think Squid Game is. Great. And read it out loud for you. Marvellous. Because I must admit, there was a period between watching it and people on Twitter talking about Squid Game. I was thinking, oh, fuck, is this something I've got to play now? <laughs> and it turns, it turns out no. No, <laughs> I can just fucking Nintendo Switch out again. Yeah, I can just passively Christ. experience it, and that's <laughs> fine, I suppose. Hello, and welcome to Squid Game, the game that's all about squids and other cephalopods and cuttlefish, not octopuses. Are you guys ready to play? Yeah! It's Squid Game. You don't even have to be afraid. There's no need. Okay, who do we have on podium one? It's me, John Logbly. The I... Log. Well, that's a funny name. Were your parents Douglas Fir Trees? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fascinating. A log. What do you do? I'm a, I'm a fun boy. I just like to roll around and enjoy myself. Amazing! You excited to play Squid Game tonight? I can't believe it! I don't get out of the house much. It's full of so excited. Okay, and who is this pretty little prince on podium two? Oh, thank you. I'm Joe. Joe Scrabbles. Joe Scrabbles? That sounds like an octopus name. No. What do you do, Joe Scrabbles? I look. A lot of people say that I got an octopus name, and I'd like to put it out there now. Four limbs. Definitely not got any That's of them stuffed down the back of my legs. Are you excited to play Squid Game tonight? Yeah, actually. Well, let's get started then. Oh, go away. <laughs> so excited. It's round one. Round one. The Cash Builder. These are quick fire questions worth 100 euros each. So buzz in when you know the answer. I'm gonna win it, gonna win it, gonna win it, gonna win it. Question one. Complete the title of the Alan Rickman film. Mm. Truly, madly, what? Meat Buzz. Joe. A blaze. No, you idiot. Oh, we go back to Log. Log, what's your answer? Deeply. It's not. It's deeply squid. Oh. <laughs> A nocturne is usually played on what kind of musical instrument? The night squid. Na- no, it's a piano squid. <laughs> Question three. Jollof rice is a dish usually originally from what continent? Buzz. Joe! The Nigeria squid. It's Africa squid, but we're going to take Nigeria squid. That's correct. Did you say continent? I just heard country. I'm sorry. Question five. In the game Monopoly, what land vehicle is a playing token? It's the car squid. It is the car squid. You get points. Choo-choo squid. No, car squid. <laughs> Question six in the cash builder. Running out of time, boys. How many arms does a squid have? Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> 
Joel? I I keep thinking there's going to be like a clever answer for this that's a pun, but I think it's eight squid. Six squid. It's eight squid. It's eight squid. Squids have eight arms and two feeding tentacles. Neither of you said ten, which I thought you would go for. Oh, I thought it was going to be a six squid joke. (laughs) (laughs) You have 752 euros in the bank. Now you can risk it all to play big squid money. Well, you'll have a chance to win our jackpot of 100 million euros, or you can face the squid. No, <laughs> What's it going to be? Like? I've had a lovely day. I, I've honestly enjoyed myself so much, but I think I'm just going to take it and go home. That, so that's the squid? <laughs> yes, I'll take the squid, please. I'm going to face the squids. <laughs> As, as I Buzz. tell him, thanks a lot Buzz. for giving me a lovely day. <laughs> I don't turn off Joe. You shouldn't I'm buzzing. Your buzz, you know. I'm just going to keep pressing my buzzer and tell what you. What is it, this, Joe? What is it? This game has been poorly organized <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> Cut his mic. Cut his mic. Live. <laughs> no feedback. Live. <laughs> You've chosen to face the squid. That's very brave of you. Live, could you please turn around? What do you see behind you? <laughs> it's beautiful. It's it's a, a a large tank full of blue water, and that's right. Slapping that's against right. it is tentacles and feeding tentacles and legs. It's a squid. It's a squid. Held captive in this four hundred seventy thousand gallon tank. And behind seven inches of bulletproof glass is a giant ITV squid. And he's 252 years old. Log, the squid is going to ask you a question, okay, honey? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and if you answer I correctly... I feel like you're looking after me right now. Is that okay with you? <laughs> you get 25 squid points to take back to the main game. But if you answer incorrectly, you'll lose it all, baby. <laughs> oh. It's all gone. Do you understand the rules of the game? I, I do, and I'm going to win. I'm not having that squid pluck my 750 euros from my fist. <laughs> He's gonna play. He's gonna <laughs> answer the questions. Okay, squid. Squid me. What is the question? The squid can't talk because he's got a beak. But he has preferred this pre-written statement for me to read out. Question. What building is home to the London Philharmonic Orchestra? Think about it. You got 10 seconds. The number of tentacles and arms a squid has. <laughs> is it. Is it the Royal Albert Hall? I don't fucking know. I don't know get another guess. Have another guess. Um. Home of the Royal Philharmonic <laughs> Orchestra. I'm sorry, Log. Yes, I'm down. No, that's incorrect. Don't, don't, it's don't, the don't, Royal don't. Festival Hall. Oh, that doesn't appear close enough to the top of any of the Google results for me to get that in a convincing time. The Royal Albert Hall is home to the Royal Philharmonic Albert. Orchestra. Oh, sorry. Joe, you're still with us, baby. <laughs> Oh, my lab back now, am I? Joe, you have $890 in the bank. 
and some cryptocurrency. Oh, wait. Now it's your turn. Sorry. To face the square. <laughs> Shut up, Jill. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forget that Now's this isn't a, a conversation. <laughs> Now's the time to face the squid or play for big squid money. Now the squid's all riled up and he looks pissed. <laughs> so what are you going to do? Lay that beak on me, baby. I, w- I want to talk to the squid. He's playing for big squid money, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's big squid money. I know you said squid, but we'll, we'll edit around that. <laughs> wait, <laughs> the squid's let me, tired. Wait. Let me add the other bits. Big money! Then add that. <laughs> okay, Joe, we gave 100 people 100 seconds to think of a word ending in the letters U-I-D. You need to give me a pointless answer that nobody in our hundred people came up with. And let me give you a little clue, Joe. All 100 people said the same word. (laughs) (laughs) You got 10 seconds, Joe. Languid. Languid. Let me look at the list. (laughs) Languid! Oh my god, Joe, you just won a hundred million euros. What are you going to do with the money? I'm going to give it all to Log, because I think he's been such a great sport. Oh my goodness, that's so generous. I just had a lovely time coming out today. I I didn't want any money. I didn't need any money, but thank you. Take my money. I'll have it. I'm I'm having it. Don't you fucking worry. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you for playing Squid Game. And if you think you've got the determination of a squid, you can email us at IamStrongLikeASquid at Endemol.org. With the subject line, I could kill a squid, I just need a big enough knife. Or write us a waterproof letter to Charcroft Way, London, W14. Postage is free to be in with a chance of winning and playing on the squid game tonight. Good night. So, wait. Why did you, you looked up the real address of Endermold? I used to work in Charcroft Way. (laughs) Buzz, Buzz, how have Endermold secured postage for free? (laughs) That's all the time we've got tonight, Joe, I'm afraid. No! (laughs) I'm afraid he can't answer your postage question. I don't even have the money to look it up myself. I've given it all to this fucking pub landlord I was on with. I'm thinking too much about squids to yes and you, Joe. I'll tell you what, I was really put off by the fact that your mic uh, measures in lights how loud you're being, and it was extremely loud throughout. You've got little lights on the back that light up. Oh, I do. Oh, and I didn't click the limiter option on my mic that stops that happening. Oh, I wasn't trying to make you feel bad. I was just saying it was great because <laughs> that voice was clearly <laughs> really loud. <laughs> I loved how immediately you loved that voice. Like you were laughing at your own <laughs> mad voice from minute one. It was great. It was weird because it was such a contagious voice. I, can't, I forgot, mm. immediately forgot what my first voice was. And then I fucking I, 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 from one line to the next, it was just a roll of the dice with my voice. You played well. Oh, it was a good game. That's another one of those features you do where you actually pit us against each other, and we both get secretly quite competitive about doing oh, yeah. well. Like just putting real trivia questions in a in the middle of a feature. I'm into it now. Yeah, I think I language like a general knowledge podcast. I just got hung up on fluid. I bet I'm sure people said fluid though. 
Fluid. Yeah, fluid's a big one. No, they yeah. all said squid. All 100 said squid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, fluid is good. Language's a good one. Yeah. In fact, I said druid and fluid yeah, are yeah. the shortest ones. Uh, liquid. Mm. Uh, it's all very squid-like, isn't it? All these... Yeah. That's why Liquid. druid and fluid are good, because they sound different to the wid. Mm. Yeah. You're smart. You're so smart. Um, your actual, what would really get a hundred, uh, zero points on pointers would be super fluid and semi-fluid and non-liquid. Nah, I wouldn't write that. They're not real words, are they? No, this is... Those all sound like cheats. <laughs> all right. Shall I go? Please. Yes, please. Okay. Gentlemen, have either of you ever done jury service? I am exempt from it. I cannot do it. Is it because you've done law? Yeah, they, they say that if you've, you you might wield undue influence over those fucking idiots in there who have never done law. Really? So if you're smart I, I, enough, they don't let you do the thing that requires real empathy and smarts? No, I, I would just start every sentence with, well, speaking as a person who took a law degree but was never good enough to get a job in the field, I think he's guilty. Oh, so this his is his eyes more are too about... close together and he stinker bad. So this is more about your attitude than it is normal law students. Oh yeah, I just go in there fucking fighting. I do. They don't like it. (laughs) You've got a dangerous level of law education where you're not able to practice it, but people will look to you for legal advice and as an authority, like crime, like an unlicensed (laughs) firearm. (laughs) Like, and I say it's actually legal to break into ours if you knock three times and no one answers. Because you're just investigating. <laughs> well, if you say you heard a scream, sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> Please continue the riff. Uh, I am about to start jury service. I've been trusted with the gavel of the queen, and I get to—I don't know—at least one trial. I didn't know until I had to nearly do jury service that you might have to do multiple cases. Which they might have a make rapid me fire round. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just shout guilty or innocent to a series of different prompts. It's like uh, a knockout stage. If you get guilty, you get to do another one. And you keep yeah. going guilty until you say not guilty. Yeah, like there's one guy who's been doing it for years. He's just been there. He keeps <laughs> saying guilty. Um, yeah, so about to start that. And I don't really know what to expect because the court I'm going to is in the woods. <laughs> it's it's literally in some woods, and in a gingerbread cottage. It, yeah, if, sure, is this not like the animals of Farthing Wood, where like a, like a a fox has done a crime, yeah. and you're there to. Because I initially, when you get called up for jury service, you're like, and the oh, jury's gonna just to... twelve eggs. Exactly. Am I going to? Well, it's eleven eggs and me. Um, but... An old, an old tree is the judge <laughs> with a wig on, even though trees already have wigs. Um, I, yeah, I don't really know what to expect because when I first you get called up and you're like, oh, I might be a, a fraud or a burglary, but forest court, I have no idea what to expect, and I'm. Don't think that I'm teeing up the feature. It's not about forest court. I just am slightly confused about the fact that the court I'm going to is in a forest. It feels weird. One time I went in a walk and I got lost in that forest and there was just a jail in front of me. And I didn't know how to react to that. 
Um, it's a really law heavy forest, this is real. isn't it? Look up. So there's a forest with a with a jail and a court in it. Look up Snaresbrook Crown Court. It's in the woods. Um, <laughs> that's like the EA. That's the it's slow woods. It's in some woods. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going down Snaresbrook. Might have to judge on you know a badger. Uh, and <laughs> I was just basically, I just wanted to get a kind of lowdown on what I might have to be doing. So apart from the badger crimes, I looked up um, the most recent law magazine, Daily Wigs, and the Daily Wigs <laughs> gave me a choice of, you know, cases. And I just thought I'd read through these cases and give you my initial verdicts on what I think, uh, what I might think of each of them. So I'll, I'll just read you out some cases and offer my thoughts. So this one is Her Majesty's The Crown versus Hemisphere Aeronautics. Uh, and the charge is making jet fuel that makes the sound of farts when it comes out of the back of a plane, but not telling any of the plane companies. So the case abstract is thus. It is alleged that due to a manufacturing process that accidentally adds a kind of fizz to the jet fuel, Hemisphere Aeronautics has been making planes sound like they're farting the entire time they're in the sky. And it doesn't sound dangerous, but long-haul flights have seen several scandalised old people die when they hold their hands to their own mouths in shock for so long that they cut off all the air to their mouths and they sort of just drown in the air, if there is even such a word for such a thing. Meanwhile, on the ground, thousands of schools have had to close because children laugh so much at the sound of a booming airborne fart going through the Doppler (laughs) effect that learning just stops working. And as a result, excess maths has just piled up and eventually entered the water system and made ocean fish into nerds. And as a result, fishermen have been pulling in nets of doofus fish, which taste bad instead of their normal taste, which is fish and chips. (laughs) (laughs) And an anonymous host... fish just going, doi, doi, what the news? Uh, An anonymous host from an Aer Lingus plane affected by the fizzy fuel said... When the noise started on a flight from Dublin to Cairo, the captain made a little joke about the plane having been out for a curry the night before, which drew a small laugh from the passengers, and we thought that was that. Later that day, the plane was grounded in Cairo and the captain arrested for violating decency laws, having made so many farts to cover, sorry, so many fart jokes to cover up the embarrassment that by the end, he was improvising and talking about how the flaps that opened to put the luggage in were the plane's prolapsed anus and all the luggage was, his words, bits of hard crap stuck in the folds that the seven-hour guff couldn't get rid of. Look, I get that kind of humour. I think Rick and Morty is great fun, but screamed over the tannoy during a landing in high Egyptian wind, no thank you. And the Scrabble's verdict? Funny. (laughs) Case two. Hemisphere Aeronautics versus Her Majesty's The Crown. The charge... Damage caused to company reputation by saying fart sounds are bad. The case? The landmark countersuit sees Hemisphere Aeronautics taking on the legal system itself, arguing that penalising fuel that makes planes sound like they fart... Uh, make sorry, arguing that penalising fuel that makes planes sound like they fart amounts to state censorship, more befitting of, and I quote, the worst career, the one with just tanks and not food. 
Legal representatives for Hemisphere Aeronautics assert that it cannot be held responsible for how shocked old people get at the sound of big honking farts, nor that the Doppler effect can be blamed on anyone other than Austrian physicist Christian Doppler himself, who famously discovered the phenomenon while cranking out a hot one out of a carriage window to impress a gaggle of Viennese debutantes, which became a biscuit. Hemisphere seeks immediate redress for any and all damage caused to the reputation of its carbonated jet fuel formula, which is sold under the name of Uncle Honker's Slappy Buttock Wing Cola. The Screbbles verdict. Keep an eye on this one. Case three. Case three. I like it's gone from judicial decisions to what's hot, what's not. Yeah. Well, I don't know how it works yet. I haven't done jury service. Case three, Christopher Honker versus Hemisphere Aeronautics and the charge, manslaughter. The case, Christopher Honker, a resident of Yeovil, alleges that Hemisphere Aeronautics caused through negligence the death of his uncle, Drayton Honker, by delivering a small bottle of Uncle Honker Slappy Buttock Wing Cola to his house for a social media promotion. The elder Honker was selected by Hemisphere to receive the bottle because of his name, Honker, and his status as an uncle, which is defined as the brother of a man or woman that made a baby using a set of tubes and mucus. Honker took receipt of the promotional bottle of Uncle Honker Slappy Buttock Wing Cola on August 28th. Hemisphere had hoped to make a promotional video filmed from a nearby bush that would feature Mr. Honker looking at the bottle and going like, What is this? How did they know? Who's out there? What Hemisphere failed to take into account, per the plaintiff, is that Drayton Honker might think the bottle looked delicious, like an antique lemonade, drink the entire thing, then return to his work rewiring a fridge. Drayton Honker subsequently burped on a live wire, which ignited with the gas, leading him to explode painfully and big, cratering a small section of Western England by accident as well. The Screbbles verdict. Nice burp, jackass. This was a whole feature about farts until you came along. <laughs> and finally, God, if you said slappy buttock thing once more, I would just 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 sort of melted in my chair from smiling. <laughs> and finally, Her Majesty's the Crown versus Joe Screbbles. The charge: jury misconduct. The case. Joseph Valerian Screbbles, a resident of London, did willfully appear on a podcast and dus- discuss ongoing cases, jeopardising the status of each trial mentioned and throwing the justice system into disrepute by making it seem like all the law cares about is burps and farts and aeroplanes, when in fact it's also about getting really quick wonky sketches of people looking upset to put in newspapers. The Screbbles verdict, jail without parole and lights out at 8pm so he can't even read a book. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know which one I want to take most. I was actually quite taken aback by all the people saying I couldn't talk about jail on podcasts. So now I'm, you know, I'm quite worried about it. You're allowed to, to talk about. You're not allowed to talk about anything ongoing. Yeah, I'm not right. allowed to talk about anything ongoing or ever what happened in the deliberation room, which makes me think <laughs> I can get away with anything I want in there. <laughs> hey, just say, uh, just, just go. <laughs> I, I might. Yeah, no one's allowed to say that you did that. Yeah, I might just do try and do the Doppler effect of doing a fart noise and then see if anyone can do it. I might zoom oh, you just around. Run past like, them all shouting, guilty, 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 guilty. Yeah, <laughs> just pretend to be a little car. Um, so yeah, I might do some imploring stuff. everyone else to get in you. But the, but then the problem is 
that I do all that fun stuff and no one can tell anyone else, but I can't tell you. QED. Oh, you're not even allowed to say what <laughs> you said in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, oh, if a tree falls in the woods kind of thing. A, w- a tree the, falls in the woods where the fucking court is. In the forest court. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they put it in there. It's all a metaphor. <laughs> I know I stand in line until you think you have the time to give a feature to me. And if we go someplace, hope and I know that there's a chance we can have features with we'll And afterwards, we drive it to a quiet area place and talk about the name. And then I go and Hello there, boys. Now it's time for my regular feature, which mainly revolves around a story I read in the Nottinghamshire Evening Post, mm. which... I won't bring up the headline because I don't think it matters. Uh, the general gist of it is nurse loses tribunal trying to wrongful dismissal. No, I'll start that again. I'm actually going to bring it up because it makes more sense to do so. Nurse hypnotism fart. <laughs> Here we go. The headline is nurse claims hypnosis at hospital was making her fart against her will. Comma, tries to sue NHS. <laughs> it's the kind of headline that obviously you're supposed to love, but there's no way you don't get three paragraphs into that headline and it becomes a descent into one person's poor mental health. So I don't really want to go down that path. Instead, I want to talk to you about my new job, hypnotizing nurses. <laughs> And making them fart. <laughs> Excellent. Like, you just dodged that one. You dodged that bullet and mm-hmm. went straight in with the repast. I love it. <laughs> Magnificent footwork. You can't touch him. You just can't touch dogs. Teflon log. <laughs> it felt so good saying it. I knew it was the right thing to say. Unfortunately, that's not my feature. It's you two have got a job. And I'm going to guide you around the hospital and see if you can hypnotise a nurse into farting and get her the sack. It's, it's essential that you do this. It's, it's your job. And it's either mm-hmm. you getting the sack or the nurse. Oh, wow. And I think, I think we all know that hypnotists are more in demand now than ever, and nurses take or leave them. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Is this like is this a backdoor NHS privatization thing? Like we're going to find out that a bunch of different shell companies have been hired to get if, us to the point where we're causing nurse shortages. If PPI contracts haven't proliferated to the point of crippling our already weakened infrastructure by the end of this feature, I will be livid. <laughs> well, this is why GPs aren't doing face-to-face uh, consultations anymore because. You can only hypnotise people in person. You can't do it over FaceTime. You need a GIF, a GIF of a spiral. Oh, yeah. You can oh, attach yeah, a GIF. But... <laughs> <laughs> they forward this to ten of your nurse friends. <laughs> <laughs> 
So here we are then. It is your first day as the secret nurse hypnotist in the Magellan ward of the large square hospital on top of the biggest hill in England. And oh boy, you cannot wait to start hypnotising nurses. It's your favourite thing and you can't stop talking about it. But why do you want to hypnotise nurses? Some people ask. And you always tell them the same thing. The truth. Because nurses don't deserve free will, and you will not rest until all nurses are Manchurian candidates or winter soldiers, depending on how old the person you're talking to is. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm in the sweet spot for both of those. <laughs> <laughs> you look out of the window of the hospital's penthouse. From every angle, ambulances are driving up the complicated web of roads that lead to the many patient holes in the side of the hospital. If those ambulances get past management's booby traps and reach the hospitals, the corridors will start filling up with gross, dying people, and the pencil pushers in the accounts department will start getting antsy about how many bin bags you're using. But that's not your problem. You're the secret nurse hypnotist. Today, like every day, it is your job to get a nurse sacked for farting. You check your standard-issue hypnotist satchel. In it is a frisbee with a black-and-white spiral pattern on the top, a pouch of mesmeric bewildered dust, and a pocket watch with a chain that your annoying wife had You Are Sleeling Feepy engraved onto it. <laughs> it's still good for hypnotising. It just annoys you whenever you see it. Is that like a Pobody's Nerf Yeah, it's Pobody's Nerf for hypnotists, yes. Sleeling Feepy. <laughs> Do you go east to the, to the tutorial level in paediatrics, or do you go west to fucking oncology? <laughs> I think we should practice on some kids first. Yeah, 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 yeah. You walk into the children's ward, where everyone is having a pillow fight and screaming in delight. It's just like the 1989 ITV drama Children's Ward, available now on Amazon Prime and BritBox. Looking for a nurse you can entrance into guffing up the place, your eyes fall upon Nurse Orinoco Parallelogram, standing there with a clipboard like she's an ombudsman for bad children. <laughs> nurse Parallelogram beckons you over. Hello, I've got to give this child a big injection in exactly 30 seconds, or he'll never stop being a big show-off. Unfortunately... The second hand on my nurse's watch got stolen by nurse burglars. Can you help? <laughs> there are so many, and I know we are one, there are so many natural predators of the nurse. <laughs> nurse burglars, nurse arsonists, they'll, they'll go straight for the socks. <laughs> so you've got, they should have eyes on the side of their head. Mm. <laughs> so many nurse predators preying on them. I don't know what the ideal nurse teeth is. Probably something with some biting off a suture. Um. <laughs> <laughs> One big incisor and the rest molars for chewing up bullshit. So the nurse needs you to help her. Um, she, she, you've, you've got your frisbee, your pocket watch, and your bewilder dust, and she needs to. Well, you know her problem. She needs to give an injection in exactly thirty seconds. Mm. What should you use? So I've got. I feel like the. Sorry. No, Joga, please go ahead. I was going to posit that this is the tutorial level, and I feel like Bewilder Dust is the quickest, but I do mm -hmm. worry that we'd mm -hmm. be using up the Bewilder Dust too early. It does feel like a single use item. I, I think the spinning 
Frisbee spiral. Agreed. Yeah, because that's the most although, childlike. Although we do only have 30 seconds, and I do think spiral hypnosis does take a while to kick in. All right. Should we go ceiling flipping? So does... The, but then her watch does too. She mentioned that her watch was gone. Or the hands got stolen by nurse burglars. The second hand of her watch has been stolen. So maybe she'd be more willing to concentrate more quickly on the ceiling flippy. On a implement. fully equipped watch. Mm. Okay, we're going with the watch log. Fantastic. She gazes unsuspiciously at your watch. What with that being the most appropriate thing to show her, given the circumstances. <laughs> yes. You swing this logic. You swing the pocket watch to and fro and sing your hypnotic rhyme. <laughs> hey lady, you lady, caring for that child. I am hypnotizing you now, and your arsehole's going wild. I've no doubt you dream about these children getting well. But I think the stink from your pot of brown ink is really gonna smell. The second you're com- the second you complete your hypnotic suggestion, the nurse's eyeballs roll back into her head. She lifts a single leg and produces an extremely intricate and unexpected tuneful fart. I can't talk properly while that's going on. I'm sorry. It's going to have to stop. <laughs> oh, I was I thought it was lending so much more gravitas. It's happening then. It's back on. After 20 seconds of dancing around the higher notes with her ass, Nurse Orinoco Parallelogram deftly resolves an F major arpeggio into its C major tonic, producing a cadence of such religiosity that the rabbit chaplain weeps in his hutch. <laughs> <laughs> the children are also delighted that they immediately stop being ill and go home. <gasps> Nurse, shouts the doctor, you really patched Adams those kids good and proper. Please join me in the 1960s room for some workplace nookie. Oh dear. You did get the nurse to fart, but it didn't get her sacked. It just got her sexually harassed in the workplace by a doctor. Better look next time. Do you go west to oncology or just stop. <laughs> that music, sorry, that music really made me convinced that we'd done something so right. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, Don't I, expect so, that kind I'm of so effort. I'm so convinced. Like, what you were saying just did not go into my ears. No. Like, You've done it. I don't need to think about what's happening to the nurse now. <laughs> Let's go to fucking thing. oncology. <laughs> yeah, don't expect any more of that. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> you walk into the oncology department and ask the receptionist what oncology means. <laughs> Is it the study of uncles, you laugh, as the receptionist tries to reply. Never mind, I don't care anyway, you shout as you walk by. As you walk down the corridor, you think about taking a pot of Onkin yogurt to the park, offering it to a goose and saying, What's the matter? I thought your lot loved Onkin. And then... <laughs> And then getting frustrated and saying, well, I don't want it. I hate your guts. And just hoping that the extra layer kind of fixes the fact that neither joke was strong in its own way. It does. <laughs> the first thing you notice in the oncology ward is that the mood is considerably less playful. Onken. 
Honkin. Yes, I got it. Sorry. That, Jesus. That one, took, that one did take a little while. <laughs> I was disappointed in Locke, but now I think he did a really good job. So, yeah, the mood here is considerably, considerably less playful, with uh, people lying in their beds saying bummer hospital slogans like oof, me lungs, and oh no, my expectancy. So you barge straight through into the nurse room, where they're all hovering six inches off the ground while medical runes shoot out of their mouths. The wardmaster is there. It's time to get him to sack a nurse by hypnotising them into doing a trump. What? You're hopelessly outnumbered, but you do have the element of surprise. What do you use from your hypnotism bag? Can we combine items in the bag? Oh! That's a good idea. You can try that. Upside down okay, frisbee so- filled with dust. That's precisely what I was going to say, Joe. I like it. I like the upside down frisbee filled with dust. The um, You empty your pouch of mesmeric bewildered dust into the upturned frisbee and hurl it directly at the matron. <laughs> I thought we were going to spin it so it sprays everyone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, how are you going to spin it? What are you going to spin it on? I thought when you said spin it, I thought you meant throw it. Yeah, but we're not throwing it at someone. We're throwing it past them so the dust sprinkles gently over all their eyes and hair, <laughs> the most absorbent bit of the body. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Okay, so you were throwing it in one direction. Okay. You throw it in one direction. Fortunately for you, you gain extra coverage when the upturned frisbee bounces off the matron's substantial bosom. And from that point on, it's titty pinball in the uh, nurse's room (laughs) as the upturned frisbee, which I can't stop saying, just deposits the mesmatic bewildered dust in everyone's eyes. (laughs) Congratulations. You, You managed it. In a way far more convincing than the option I, <laughs> I wrote down was. <laughs> and also so, with, with an added element of carry-on hypnotising nurses <laughs> that I wasn't <laughs> expecting from this feature. <laughs> so yes, um, you as their eyes roll into their heads as, and they begin their transition into the, the hypnotised state, you sing... Well, you read your hypnotized poem. Hey, good nurses, what's scurrying? Can you feel your butthole stirring? Forget your unguents and your tinctures. Loosen up those butthole sphincters. And now shoot out the brownest air you got from your lovely big nurse derrieres. The nurses immediately lift her leg and relax, but years of palliative care have left their arse muscles despondent. And all the farts just drop out without a sound and lie there on the floor. You try to kick one into the doctor's nose, but you slip on, but you slip up on a bit of nurse soap and land headfirst in a sullen puck of nurse fart. The doctor runs over and frog marches you out of the room before you even get a chance to ask them what the fuck they ate for dinner. You are undone, dual failure, and um, you've been ruined by the heavy, silent farts of oncology. And you decide that today is a write-off and you will not... You'll just go home. But then... (gasps) But then... (laughs) Then you notice a new door. A new door marked the nurse birthing chamber. Do you want to go in? Got nothing left to lose but our hypnotism license. Absolutely. I think it's already on the chopping blocks by the sounds of things. That's it. You've got to go for for the jugular now. (laughs) 
You walk into the warehouse-sized nurse birthing chamber. Hanging from the ceiling is a gigantic nurse cocoon festooned with eyeballs and spiders because it's Halloween and the decorations are up. You look across the inflating and deflating pockets of its wet body and realise, if you get this gigantic nurse sack suspended from the ceiling, fired... You've got minutes of ways, you've got minutes to think of a way to work suspended and sack into an employment pun. You'll go down in secret nurse hypnotist one-liner history. Intruder detected. Intruder detected. The lights flash red. Nurses appear from the walls and start closing in on you. What the fuck do you do now? Kick them all in the head. (laughs) Your legs, your weak hypnotist legs are no good. You've never you've never had a physical presence really. That's why you took up hypnotism. You have to use things in your bag. Spin our pocket watch. Spin our pocket watch around like a mace or some mm. sort of medieval weapon. One of them holds up their wrist and your pocket watch's chain wraps around it. She yanks her fist towards her and says, Bollocks! Um, <laughs> you've lost your watch. You've used your dust. Frisbee it is. And we've chucked our frisbee. No, the frisbee bounced back in your hand. The final tits were pointing towards you. Frisbee it is. Let's frisbee it. In what? Mother. At the sack. Well, no, it's, um... No? All right. Okay. It's got the spiral thing on the top. So, in wild desperation, you throw the frisbee at nurse after nurse as they shamble towards you caringly. It keeps them at bay for a while, but it's no good. They just keep coming, and your arms are getting shitter by the minute. Just as you're about to give in, you notice the dozens of eyes on the gigantic nurse sack looking completely hypnotised from looking at the spiral on your frisbee. Thank fuck for a top-down view. You're too tired to do a poem or a song, so you shout, Do a fart, you weird bag of adult nurses! It gurgles for 20 seconds, then farts so hard it blows the roof off the hospital. Moments later, the president of the hospital flies in on his, ex- on his inspector gadget helicopter hat. What's all this then? What's all this then? Shouts the president. You explain everything that's happened today and the president terminates the contract of the large bag of nurses and promotes you to secret nurse hypnotist extraordinaire. And that is why the NHS is in such a state at the moment. Uh, I'll tell you what's not in a state. I love that fucking sound, Steve. I'm pointing at your face. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what's not in a state. Your sense, your, your nose for a rhyme. Because I don't think anyone's ever gotten tincture to sphincter before. And I, that's stuck in my head this entire time. I haven't been Thank able you. to concentrate. I love it. Every one of my features, Joe, you always find one good thing to say. And Steve always goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's have a fucking feature. Oh, what is your fucking feature? Just give me a fucking feature. Please tell me your fucking feature. Oh, regular features, regular features. Here's one now. Well, that's it for another episode of the Regular Features Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by donating an amount of your choosing per episode. And if you give us Two pounds an episode. You get a raft of little old treats. Not least of all, your very own freaking bee name. That's right. Boys, would you please give a bee name to the following new patrons? Please give a bee name to Kieran Arch. Chicken Biryani. I was also going Bibuna. For some reason, I was just going through all our Indian meals. I had one last night. 
did you make it? Are there some steps in that process that did you my get brain's from, not done? Did you get from Kieran to chicken? Or were you just thinking about Indian food? I was just thinking about Indian food because oh, of cool. Jira. Well, I like, like it. Jira Alu. Kieran Arch. Kieran let's, just Ma. Go, let's just go chicken biryani. Come on. <laughs> chicken biryani it is. Oh, can't we have Bibuna instead? Okay, Bibuna. <laughs> Bibuna. It's a nicer name. <laughs> please, please, please give a B name. Big <laughs> dog, Do be king. <laughs> uh, oh, I didn't hear the Did actual name. Sorry, I was still no. laughing. I was shouting. Please give a B name to Oliver King. We Oliver King, but fucking hell, the queen. Queen the is there. The fucking fuck. <laughs> let's, let's finish that on words. It's harder when we've got to give people a certificate. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got pearly, you can have pearly king. What would be the adjective for the queen? Stingy queen. <laughs> Pollen sodden queen. Yeah. Early king, pollen sodden queen. <laughs> we got it, baby. Pollen Please give a B name to Jack Ward Fincham. Jack Ward Fincham. Jack Ward Fincham. Give him a B name. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, don't bring your bees around here, Jack Ward Fincham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And finally, please give a B name to Ryan McCulloch. We've only got 10 minutes left on the Zoom log. We've got, we've, we've got a hard stop on this. You sunk my junk of bees. <laughs> Thank you for supporting the podcast. If you'd like your own bee name, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features to help us out. I hate it when I say something and you just accept it. <laughs> <laughs> what else do they get, Joe? They get access to what is... Uh, you know, informally referred to as the Beehive, because I think it's just called the Regular Features Discord. But the Beehive is full of probably, you know, the smartest or at least the sexiest people who listen or indeed read our podcast. Uh, and every like every time I come across it, I always see something new to shout out. And this week I'd like to shout out the two people, one of whom had just joined who immediately turned to discussing an old episode that had upset them. Um, and I'd like to thank them, not because they were upset by an old episode, even though when I listened back to it, it didn't th- sound that bad to me. Um, I'm not going to say what episode it was. You can you can join the Discord to find out which episode left a bad taste in Llewellyn's mouth. Um, the uh, But what I liked about it was that it made me go back and listen to that episode, and we found a jingle that we'd lost. It wasn't in our jingle folder, and it's now called Lost Classical Jingle, and I don't know if you've already heard it, but there's a new jingle slash old jingle that will be back in rotation. It's like when people find an old episode of Doctor Who in their attic. Except we found it in an old episode where we relentlessly take the piss of Philip C- out, of C- out of Philip Seymour Hoffman Ow. about a day after he died, which I think... <laughs> That maybe that was what on the face of it appeared to be insensitive. But when you listen to the episode, there's some really cracking jokes in there. (laughs) Some great jokes. And if I if there's one thing we know about jokes is that they make everything bad better. (laughs) There's never been a problematic joke in the world.